Hey, hey, bariatric babes. On today's episode, I interview Stephanie. She is at Metamorphosteph on Instagram. She's lost over 100 pounds and maintained it. She also gives her top three tips for success and discusses what's next in her plastic surgery journey. Make sure you are following her for more, and I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm so excited to be on the bariatric breakdown. I'm so glad you're here. We've been Instagram friends for a while now, and I'm so excited that we have this opportunity to chat because I I think you're in a unique spot in your journey, um, different than mine right now. And um, so I'd love to to talk about that and hear a little bit about your journey and kind of what led you to weight loss surgery and and a little bit about yourself. Sure. So um, I had bariatric surgery in October of 2019. So I am almost two years out. Um, you know, I decided to have surgery because I have lost weight, a lot of weight, um, several times. So, um, you know, back in high school, I was chubby, but not terribly, not terribly overweight. Um, but you know, I've probably lost the same 30 or 40 pounds a dozen times. Oh yeah. But back in 2007, um, I actually went to joined Weight Watchers and lost, um, almost a hundred pounds, which was the first time I've ever lost that much weight. Um, yeah, you know, it, that was, that was hard. Um, but I was younger. I was also, um, you know nursing one of my, my children. So I think when you're a nursing mom, it's a little bit easier because you're burning more calories. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, um, I was able to maintain that weight loss for about maybe almost a year. And then slowly it started coming back on again. Um, had some, you know, life things that happened, went through a divorce. Um, then again, in 2014, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I joined CrossFit, joined Weight Watchers again, but started kind of doing paleo at that time. Okay. Um, lost almost 100 pounds again. Um, but I also went back to school to get my master's degree at that time and trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle, work out, work full time, being a single mom of two kids, just everything the weight came back on again because I, I let, you know, I let my fitness and my, my health come second to everything else. So from 2014 on, I just, it, you know, I was just heavy, not happy with myself. I really tried to get it together. Once I had graduated with my master's, I, you know, just really tried to, to do it and I just couldn't get myself together. Um, so, you know, really, Deciding to have weight loss surgery was something that I did not take lightly. My, um, my primary care physician mentioned it to me because I was doing like one of those medically supervised diets with her, Okay, which included, you know, being on fentramine, um, trying some other medications, which did not do me any good because I do suffer from anxiety. So, you know, being on fentramine is really not necessarily the best option for people who have anxiety because it kind of speeds you up. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, she mentioned weight loss surgery to me and I'm like, no, I do not want to have surgery. I've lost weight before I can do it again. So fast forward a couple of years later, still hadn't lost the weight. Um, just 
really started feeling bad. Um, I joined CrossFit again, um, and this was being at my heaviest weight. Joined CrossFit, um, and I blew out my knee because you know when you're when you're trying to do some of the those weightlifting moves, and you have a lot of weight on your body, not your joints don't necessarily um, support that. Right. So, yeah. So I blew out my knee, and I think you know I don't know if there was really a defining moment to when I said. I'm having surgery, but that was probably the closest to a defining moment for me, you know, not being able to do the things that I enjoy and not being healthy. So I decided to, to have weight loss surgery. Okay. And, and how much have you, have you lost so far or to date? Yeah. So I've lost, um, I've lost, well, I lost 104 pounds and now I'm, I am at maintaining at a hundred pound loss. Wow. It took me 15 months after having um, the sleeve okay. to get down to my goal weight. That's incredible. I mean, and you've maintained it as well, right? Yes. Yeah. I've been really, uh, you know, within four to five pounds. So uh, to me, I consider that maintaining because, yeah. you know, you, you get down to your lowest weight and that's not always uh, manageable. You know, I, I definitely am a full believer in you know, enjoying my myself and living life in, in moderation. And I think part of maintaining is being able to, you know, to have an occasional treat. So, um, you know, definitely consider consider that a win. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there were, there were two things I wanted to touch on. The first one was I can totally relate. I, I feel like I've lost the same 50 pounds probably three times, kind of 50 to 80 pounds where I would do something, I would be totally dedicated to it, I would lose the weight, and then slowly it would creep back on. And you know, life gets in the way and things happen, or you get I would get out of my routine. And then I it I'd gain it back. And then I'd gain some more. And then I'd try it again. And it's like, how many times am I going to do this before I say, okay, this isn't working, you know, right. Um, and that was kind of my reasoning for, for, you know, making the decision to have weight loss surgery was like, I need something that I can maintain for the rest of my life. And I thought the sleeve was such a great tool that it would help me maintain, you know, that, that after losing my stomach would still stay small. And yes, it takes work. And yes, you still have to think about it. It's not like, you know, the magic pill that you're just never hungry and you, you know, never have to think about eating again. But I, I am very hopeful that with the lifestyle changes I've made and this tool that, you know, I can maintain it for life instead of going back and forth and up and down. And that's hard on your body too, to, to, you know, lose and gain and it stretches out your skin and then you lose again. And I mean, just all, all things. It's hard. It's not, it's not good. It's not healthy for you. So. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then the second thing was, you know, you talked about going to CrossFit and it, it made me think about how many of us are kind of how intimidating the gym or, you know, a new workout program where you have to go and work out in front of other people, how intimidating that can be and how nerve wracking that can be. Um, and so, and you did it, you, you said that, you know, you were at a higher weight and you went in there and you did it and you were 
successful and losing weight. So do you have any tips for anyone who's kind of starting out maybe a new workout program or starting out at a new gym and is just nervous and intimidated? Yeah. Um, so I don't do CrossFit anymore only because, um, well, a couple things. My knee is, I did have it, I had surgery to repair it, um, but I'm still not 100% steady on it. I'm still working my way and still doing, um, you know, working with a personal trainer to kind of build myself back up to that point. Okay. But that CrossFit community was so supportive. It th- it was the same CrossFit community that I, you know, that I had joined several times. So it was a lot of the same people that I knew. And they were always just fantastic. You know, they would cheer as loud for the first person coming in as for the last person. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that type of community, which I really have found on the Instagram weight loss community, people cheering for you are the people that are going through the same thing. It doesn't matter where they are in the journey, somebody who's lost 200 pounds, somebody who's just starting out. So I I think really just, you know, getting yourself, putting yourself out there, you're trying to better yourself, you know, you're, that's what you're trying to do. So I don't think there are going to be any, there's going to be anyone there who's going to look down upon you for that, Um, you know at least in my experience, but I do understand. I mean, I still am intimidated going, sometimes going into the gym and feel like people are looking at me and they're like, well, look, look at the skin on her arm. She doesn't work out or, you know, or they're just, they're judging me, but they're not, they're there to, to, to work on themselves. So, you know, my advice for that is do, you do you, don't worry about anybody else. You have no control over, over what other people think. So. Yep. Oh yeah. I, I totally agree. And you know, it can be hard to walk in there because you think everybody is is looking at you or thinking something or judging you. And I, I think at the end of the day, everybody is more self-absorbed than that. <laughs> they're thinking about themselves, their own workout, what they're doing. You know, I, I really, I really encourage anyone to just go in there and do it. You know, don't, don't worry about other people and don't worry about what they think. And if they're thinking something, who cares? That's none of somebody's thinking something about me. That's none of my business anyway. I'm, I'm doing my thing and you know, I'm doing the best I can. And if I just try not to even consider other people in that, because then it just takes joy away from, you know, my journey and what I'm doing. And so absolutely. Yes. You just, you just got to get in there and do it sometimes. So I, I know, um, I, I haven't been to a gym, um, since, since I've had surgery or in years, actually, I just, I love to be outside. And so I've kind of been doing all my exercise and walking and jogging outside. And that's, that's worked for me for now. But, um, I would love to join a gym at some point and do some strength training and, you know, kind of, kind of get into a gym flow, but you don't need a gym in order to be successful, you know? Yeah, for sure. When I, when, uh, COVID kind of hit, um, I, I was going to, to a gym and then of course stopped, um, when COVID hit really bad back in 2020. So that was, you know, really in my honeymoon phase of working out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have to, I have to figure something out. Um, and I'm not the most, um, I don't want to say disciplined person when it comes to like working, workout videos. I get, I don't know that for me, um, I do them occasionally, but it's not the best motivator for me. It's not as fun for me. 
So I actually bought a, um, a NordaTrack um, elliptical machine yeah. and it has iFit. So you can actually, you know, go on hikes and go on jogs and run with different trainers all over the world. And that was so motivating to me. Um, so I, I do that like almost every single day. Um, yeah. even if it's a short workout, it's still something It's getting my body moving. And that's, that's really seems to have worked for me. And we're connected on our Apple watches. And so I can say, yes, you do do that every day. I see it <laughs> pop up on my watch. <laughs> I know you were, I see yours too. I love it. <laughs> and, and that's been, um, something that was kind of fun is, you know, being able, being able to connect and having some accountability. Cause I think from time to time we, we ebb and flow, or at least I do. I go through times where I'm, I'm on fire and I'm super motivated and I, I'm just so excited. And then there are other times where I don't feel like it. I don't feel like doing it every day, but I know, you know, we, we have our accountability partners and, and so I think that that's been helpful for me for sure. Oh, absolutely. The last few months that we've been doing that have really pushed me because I want to close those rings on my, on my, my, uh, my watch. So yeah, for sure. Accountability partners is definitely one of those things that I rec highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask you is kind of, what do you think has, has, uh, made you successful or helped, um, you know, over the last couple of years, is it, is it routines or accountability or, you know, what do, what do you think? Yeah. Um, so I think my number one thing is tracking my food. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, I, yeah. I use I, my fitness pal. Um, it, you know, it's, it's not so much about the calories. It is partially about the calories, but, you know, so important for us is to get our protein in. So, you know, having that, um, you know, that tool to be able to see, okay, is this the best choice for me? Sometimes when I'm tracking, I'm like, oh, wait a minute this has this many calories, but it doesn't have that much protein. Is it even worth eating? Because my main goal is to get those, you know, that, that protein hit my protein goal. So, you know, whatever else falls into place. Um, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, my main goal is really just hitting those, those protein macros. So, um, you know, for me, tracking is super, has been super important. Um, I like the saying, if you bite it, you write it. Mm, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's, that I think for me is number one. I'm not, I don't necessarily, um, prep my food ahead of time. Um, you know, I have, uh, a family that I feed, so it's hard for me to just prep my own food without prepping everybody else's. So, um, I do plan ahead. I do, you know, I know what meals I'm going to make throughout the week. So I kind of plan, um, that way. Um, but I'm also very much a creature of habit. So I have my favorite things that I eat for breakfast and I have my favorite things that I eat for lunch. So really dinners are the, the only thing that kind of vary for me. Okay. Um, so that's, that's been helpful for me. Um, the Instagram community has been helpful, you know, just meeting different people, following along, um, different places of their journey. So, you know, just knowing that, you know, these other people are doing the same thing that I'm doing, I'm doing all the right steps. It might not be at the same pace as somebody else, but that's okay. Um, you know, that's one thing you have to be careful of the comparison game. Oh yeah. Um, I am a very slow loser and I have always been, but I just put my head down and I just said, this is my journey. This is, 
the way my journey's going, it doesn't mean that it's bad, or better, or worse than anyone else's journey. Um, but just having that community to to really just make sure that I was on track and doing all the right things, and even you know bouncing ideas off of other people. Very, people are very friendly on Instagram, and um, you know I I felt that was super helpful for me. Um, yeah, and yeah, th- that's it really. So have you had um, a weight loss Instagram since you started? Yes. Um, so when we talked about uh, doing this podcast, I actually went back to my first post on Instagram, which okay. I started. It's so cool. I started it like right when I started the process before I had the surgery, but when I just had decided I wanted to do this. Okay. Um, so um, before I created my, my, my weight loss account, which is metamorphosis stuff. Um, I had, you know, I just used my own personal Instagram to follow people. And I realized it was such a big community. I'm like, I'm doing this. This is going to be part of my healing process um, and journaling, you know, j- journaling my process. So, um, you know, I, I looked back and, and I was amazed looking at some of these posts from the beginning. And it really made me nostalgic and excited. Like it, it fired me up for today's conversation because I just watched myself grow and it was awesome. Oh my gosh. That is so great. I love that. Um, I made mine went before I started, but I didn't document anything. I was, I didn't even post. I just kind of, you know, in a non creepy way, I used it to watch and, um, and be inspired and motivated by, by, you know, the women and men that were, that were already on their journeys. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so great. And, you know, in hindsight, it would have been so cool if I had done it, but I just wasn't there. I I didn't, in my head, I didn't even, I didn't even think that I was just kind of using it for daily inspo, but I think that is amazing. And so, and it's like a little online journal for you with, with pictures and what you were thinking and going through and feeling like that's great. I'm, I'm super excited. That's cool. Um, and then I just wanted to pop back to the, the, the food thing. Are you, you said you're not really concerned about calories. You're mainly watching protein. Did, did your surgeon's office ever give you like a range of what you should be eating for calories, carbs, proteins, or were they just kind of told you to focus on protein? Yeah, they just told me to focus on protein. So that that's definitely, I think, th- something I hear from a lot of people in the community that, you know, they, they're not really giving t- given targets as far as calories. So it's like, we're, you know, we kind of feel like we're in the Wild West sometimes. Like, I'm not sure where I'm supposed to be with calories. Um, I know towards beginning, you know, when I was in my, you know, I guess the the part where I was losing the most, I was probably in... Well, I guess it really depends. I mean, the very beginning, I was probably eating 600 calories a day. Right, right. Um, and then as it went on, I think I was probably in the 900 to 1,000 calories a day. But that's really because I couldn't physically eat more than that and hit my protein goals at this, you know, I just, I couldn't. Uh, um, so, you know, now I'm, I'm, I definitely can eat a lot more than I used to. Um I'm probably around between 12 and 1600 calories a day. Okay. Um, it just depends on days where I'm working out harder. I'm probably higher on the higher range of that. Um, 
But again, sometimes I'm trying to lose a pound or two, you know, I found I would get bloated or on the higher end of my range and, you know, then I'm, I try to be a little better with my food. And then of course my calories are going to be a little bit lower because I tried, I know that for me, carbs, um, can be a slippery slope. So yep. I have, I have to really watch because, um, you know, if I, if I find myself on the higher end of the carb range, which is probably anything over 50 to 80 carbs a day, then I, I find myself grazing at night. So I just, mm. I have to just be careful of that. And I think it really is a balance of learning your body, learning what your body can tolerate as far as, you know, maintenance mode. This has been, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say harder, but almost harder to kind of figure out that living the rest of my life thing, you know, because, yeah. you know, the losing weight is, you know, you know what you need to do, but then yep. after you don't necessarily know what you need to do. So it's kind of learning that. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to lose. Um, I, my goal is 100 and I'm at 87 pounds right now. So 13 more pounds. That's kind of my goal. And it's, it's You're not, almost there. I'm so close. And it's not even necessarily about a number on the scale. It's more of just hitting that goal that I set for myself. And honestly, even if I lost 13 more pounds, I think I would still be technically in the overweight category. <laughs> um, you know, it would be the lowest that I've been as an adult, I would say in the last, you know, 10 years or so, but still, according to that pesky BMI chart, I would still be, you know, um, considered overweight. But anyway, so it's not even about, it's not even about the number. It's more about reaching the goal for me. But right. I have heard this, you know, you're not the first person to say it about maintenance. And I think maybe as people who have always been, you know, on a diet and chasing and trying to get to a goal and we want calories, we want to be told what we can have and what's too much. And it's hard to figure it out. And, and so, and especially after you reach that goal, then to be like, okay, now what, you know, I've been working on this for so long, you know, for a lot of people, years and years, maybe their whole life. And then you get there and then what? You know, that's, that's yes. a tough one. Yeah. Cause even reaching my goal, I'm like, well, what would I look like if I was five pounds less? Because my yeah. goal weight was that the very, very top range of, you know, what I'm supposed to weigh. Cause I'm really okay. short. I'm, I'm five foot tall. Okay. So, you know, my goal weight for myself was 125. So, you know, at five foot tall, they say I can weigh like 105 to 100, you know, to 125. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, that it's just, who knows, like, where, where does it end? I don't, I don't want to get into that, that, you know, that spot where it's never enough. And then I, I go down that path. So I'm learning to love myself, you know, at the weight I'm at, especially, you know, my age. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little bit older. I'm, I'm 50. I just turned 50, believe it or not. I um, don't believe that because you do not <laughs> look 50 years old. So good for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it, there comes a point it's like, do I have to weigh a certain amount? No, I just want to be happy and comfortable in my body and move it the way I want to move it. And, you know, um, with that being said, I am getting plastic surgery in a month. Yes. I'm so glad you brought that up. So, yeah. um, will you talk about that kind of what, sure. what you're doing? Yeah. So, um, I am having a tummy tuck. 
Um, so it'll be the extended type, which goes from like a little farther back on your hips. The, the way the surgeon explains it is when you're laying on the table, as far down as he can go to the bed. Okay. So, um, so it'll be an abdominal plasty with muscle repair. Um, and then I'm also going to be having a brachioplasty at the same time, which is an arm lift. So I'm excited. You know, it's, um, I've always had that, that stomach and that, you know, the hanging skin. It's just, yeah. it, I can't see what my body and all the hard work that I've done underneath of it. And when I run, it makes a nice little slapping sound. So it's just, it'll be great to get rid of that. And my arms have been an insecurity of mine. Um, they just, when I hold my skin back, I can see what my mm -hmm. arms are going to look like. So it's like, I, I can't wait to see what that, what that whole process is going to look like after it's all done. That is so exciting. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> Would you say that kind of your arms and your stomach are where you held weight when you gained weight? Um, and my thighs, but I can't okay. do it all. I can't do it all at the same time. So um, my thighs will have to come at a later point. Um, hopefully, this experience will not scare you know not scare me to yeah. the point where I don't want to have more surgery. So um, that's the goal is to have a second round um, to do my thighs. Okay. Wow. Well, I totally get that. You've worked so hard. And you want to be able to look in the mirror and see it, you know, and sometimes that can be hard when you know how hard you've worked and, and you look and if you feel like you, you know, have extra skin, then that can be, that can be hard. So I'm, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. And you are also documenting that journey on your Instagram as well, correct? Yes, I am. I will be um, sharing all of the, everything as much as I can on there, you know, depending how I feel. Um, but yeah, I, I'm an open book on, on Instagram and in my journey. Awesome. And where can people find you to follow your journey? Yeah. Um, so my handle on Instagram is metamorphosteph, like metamorphosis, but with Steph at the end. Um, I know it's silly, but. Uh, no, I love it. I think it's creative. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I try to post when I can. Um, I, I am a social media strategist for my for my day job, so okay. I, I do get a little burned out on social. So I'm not I don't I'm not on every single day necessarily, but I, I'm trying to do better. Um, you know, do more like stories and like storytelling and journaling that way because I want to be co more comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, that is awesome. Thank you so much for being here today and being open and sharing. And um, thank you so much great. for having me.